Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Schmidt, after checking out of the Duford Town Hospital, finds himself on a quiet beach town night looking for something to do. He can't seem to find the Quackopaco, and in front of him he sees the Duford Town Gym. In search of getting all six of his required gym badges, he decides to give the gym a challenge. Schmidt enters the Duford Town Gym. Uh, there he is. He is greeted by the ordinary uh, giant double red doors that in this kind of basic for, for your area where there is a security guard. But notably, this gym is slightly different than the other ones in the sense that there is kind of a self uh, Pokemon Center heel station as well as a PC that you are able to switch out your team. What does Schmidt do? Um, head over the PC first. I think my team is healed up. Okay. As you approach the PC, the security guard says, Sorry to interrupt, but I just want to let you know that along with most other Hoenn Gym challenges, this gym expects the use of three Pokemon. So plan accordingly. Just three. Okay. What is your decision? I am going to box Talonflame. Okay. Meryl Cheap. And I am going to bring back out Drum roll. It's Richie. The Emolga. Let's fucking go. Okay. It's a little low level. Might be a, a, a liability. This is a great opportunity to catch him up. You know? Yeah. So the three I'm bringing are Quacko, Patricia, and Richie. Okay. No Jessica for this one. No Jessica for this one. Understood. I respect it. Okay. Schmidt, you've made your selection. The only thing to do next is to offer your trainer card to the security guard. Do you do it? Yep. Okay. He takes a look at it, runs it through a machine, and hands it back to you, and he says, best wishes on your gym challenge. You don't have to respond if you don't want. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, <laughs> do I play it cocky? Do I play it? I'll just say thank you. That's perfectly appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the large double red doors open in front of you, and the first thing that you notice is the scent, the smell. It smells like an actual person training gym, perhaps Pokemon too, but it's sweaty and it's a little salty. It's the combination of workout smell as well as the ocean breeze that surrounds Duford Town. Uh, you can see people and Pokemon of all sorts and hear them using a variety of workout equipment. There are treadmills and elliptical machines and bench presses and the sound of uh, dumbbells hitting the ground. And uh, there's some s small chatter. And you n noticed uh, particularly that directly in front of you, uh, the gym is well lit. But further down, it gets kind of dim. It's dimmer further into the gym you can't see particularly far immediately in front of you as you walk in is a wrestling mat it's got the shape of a pokeball in the middle it's about the size of a battle pitch and it has a bouncy sort of texture to it like a wrestling mat does you are immediately approached by none other than a child as seems to be present in most pokemon gyms greeting you at the front uh this person is probably around 11 or 12 years old uh there's a girl with brunette pigtails and she's wearing a white gi 
um, a, a fighting uniform for martial arts. She's wearing a purple belt. Um, she says, welcome, challenger. I'll be your first opponent at the Duford Town Gym. And she gives you a deep bow. I, I bow in return. Perfect. Give me a charisma bow. I just ran a zero charisma. That's a seven. Okay. Uh, with your bonus as well? I don't have a bonus. Oh, to charisma, you're 10. I'm 11, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, you give a bow. It's it's uh, decent. Gigi perhaps detects that uh, maybe Schmidt's recently been through a lot <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> maybe can't f- flex his body as comfortably as he usually does. However, um, she accepts it all the same. Gigi instructs, for your first challenge, we'll be doing a double battle, so please choose two of your combatants. Double. Okay. She sends out two Pokemon. One of them, a small, peppy, bipedal blue dog. It seems like it has a lot of energy, and it's not particularly big, but it has a lot of fighting spirit, and it jumps around on the wrestling mat very quickly. Alongside it is kind of the polar opposite. There is a red humanoid Pokemon that seems very meditative. Uh, it has a funny-looking hat made, up, made out of its body. It has bulbous legs. Its arms are crossed. It's sitting cross-legged, and it looks like it is just sleeping, hardly awake. After these Pokemon are sent out, you notice on either side of you muscular fighting type Pokemon of various sorts bring a row of various workout equipment to the battle pitch, uh, just in a five-foot line on either side, on the north side and the south side. Uh, there's uh, just various uh, bench presses and like elliptical machines and all the things that were described earlier are just laid out. And it seems like this little dog Pokemon is having fun jumping between and hiding itself behind all of these various pieces of workout equipment. Now you may choose. Okay, yeah. I think I'm still going to stick to my plan of Patricia and Richie. Love it. Patricia, the Altaria, and Richie, the Molga will join mm-hmm. versus Riolu and Medicham. With that being said, you may roll initiative. That was a 13. My first D20 roll today was a natural 20. So What uh, the fuck? So Gigi will be going first. Hey, get it out of the way. The initiative roll is one of the least important ones. Yeah, let me pre-roll my die real quick. Yeah, sure. Just roll it a couple times. It's all good. Let's start the battle. First things first, Riolu will eye down Patricia and clap his hands right in front of Patricia. He hops forward and just pop right in its face. And it seems to be intending to startle it. Um, Riolu is going to roll to hit on a fake out. Gets an eight to hit. That does not. That does not hit. That is very unfortunate. Um, It turns out to not particularly startle Patricia and uh, Riolu hops backwards, standing on top of the cushioned part of a bench press. Uh, Medicham. Sorry. Does Riolu get fake out? It sure does. Or at least mine does. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) Medicham, who is not hanging out in the workout equipment, sits in the center of the wrestling mat, the center of the battle pitch, and simply meditates. Does not do anything. It seems to be making itself more prepared for battle in some way. It is now Schmidt's turn. Okay. Let's just try... The Medicham's just kind of snoozing, right? In the middle? It seems like it is asleep, but it has a sense of consciousness to it that is hard to pin down. Okay. I'm going to Parish Song, the Medicham. Oh, geez. <laughs> right, you do have that move. Okay, yeah. what's, what's the save? It is a 13 Constitution. Okay. Uh, they get a natural 18. Okay. I'm so sorry. Patricia also got a natural 18. Okay, well, no so, effect. So, been a been a hot minute since I've used Richie, right? Yeah. 
he has this little magnet backpack. He right? sure does. Yeah, um, and it says on my sheet plus four to electric attacks. Yeah. I didn't write down if that was plus four to hit or plus four um, damage. It'll be damage. It'll be, it'll it's essentially the damage bonus gets plus four added to the it. bonus gets plus four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Richie is gonna shockwave a motherfucker. Sure. That doesn't miss, correct? Correct. Okay. Um I'm gonna hit the Riolu. Good choice. That's a three, so fifteen. That's solid, dude. The heck? Yeah. Um fifteen points of electro type damage is Emolga. Sparks some electricity from his little yellow cheeks. Powered up by the magnet. Very effective. Um, we're going back to Gigi. It's Gigi's turn. This time, Riolu will leap forward. Uh, fairly close to the Medicham, who seems to be meditating. And just bark. It goes... Ruff, 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 in such a way that is very inspiring. And one could say that perhaps Medicham is being coached by Riolu. <clears throat> Riolu uh, now leaps back behind... Uh, fairly well obscured by the bench press that it is close to. Um, it essentially has half cover uh, as it is now Medicham's turn. Medicham uh, identifies a target. It chooses Patricia, the Altaria. It looks at Patricia and begins channeling immense focus. It is using a mechanic that we haven't used much in this campaign, which is concentration. So unlike the video games... Rather than just straight damage, breaking focus punch, you will need to break concentration, which can be done in a few different ways. By dealing damage, Medicham has to make a DC 10 constitution check, and if it fails, it loses concentration. You could also put it to sleep. You could also do other things to break concentration. But that is the mechanic of focus punch that I'm letting you know, and uh, Patricia is being targeted. That is the end of Gigi's turn. Okay. I have Dragon Breath on Patricia, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the range. Um, it's a pretty big range. If you're trying to hit both, uh, you definitely could. However, Riolu's going to have advantage. Um, then that is what I'm doing. Okay, and you're targeting both? Yep. Uh, on my notes, it's a DC 16 dex check. Is that the same for you? Dex, yes. Okay, cool. We're going to roll for Medicham first. Uh, very low, a 7. Nice. Okay, and Riolu with advantage. Uh, gets 18. Riolu will pass, still take damage, um, and Medicham fails and is paralyzed. Nice. Uh, that's 25. So 25 for Medicham and then um, half that for 12. Riolu. 12 for Riolu. 12 for Riolu, yeah. Cool. And then Medicham's paralyzed. That's pretty good. That's another chance to break concentration. Speaking of, Medicham took damage. Going to roll to see if it breaks now. Um, it gets a nine and its modifier for con is plus two. So that brings it up to an 11. Its concentration is not broken at this moment. That's fucking broken. Okay. So if I wanted Richie to take off his magnet backpack, would that be a turn? Um, probably. Do you have any description for it? And like, let me know. Usually so in D&D, which is not the game we're technically playing, uh, mm-hmm. donning or doffing is an action. So that includes just, like, removing items and whatnot. But I'm curious as to what your intention is here. Well, I have acrobatics. Okay. Um, so rather than take it off, you kind of just want to maybe just drop it? Or do you want to be yeah. safe with it? Um, I will let just you... Just kind of drop it where it's at. Because of the move acrobatics, I will let you start with a DC 13 acrobatics check before you use the move to see if you can drop it. I got a nat one. Oh, no. Okay. Uh 
in that case, we're going to say that it stays on, but you're still welcome to roll acrobatics. Uh, yeah, I'll do the acrobatics damage. It's just the power is halved. Yeah, but super effective brings it back up to, uh, you know, a good amount. Oh, so I just roll normal damage. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you attacking? Uh, the Metacham. Okay. This fucker needs to stop. Oh, I need to roll the hit first. Uh, um, I got a natural 18. Oh, yeah, that will definitely hit. Math is hard, dog. Yeah, it is. I'm using a calculator. 23. 23 points of super effective flying type damage as Richie tries and fails to remove its backpack to make it more nimble. However, commits the attack anyways and uh, flings its body into Metacham and hits it repeatedly, um, doing good damage and looking to break concentration. Uh, This time Metacham rolls a natural four, brings it to a six, and concentration is in fact broken. Yes. Nicely done is that it do you have any bonus actions uh no that's it okay let's uh let me think about what would i want to do here yes they're going to take a different avenue um i've i've done some some work to balance focus punch a little bit because i feel like it's a lot different than uh i feel like it's easier to it's not the same as the video games the action economy is way different so i'm not going to punish metacham for having it fail however i'm going to roll for paralysis um it is not fully paralyzed it will switch his technique though this time metacham decides to go for a different technique these pokemon are too nimble uh it doesn't seem like it's going to have a chance to deal any meaningful damage with focus punch uh metacham will stand up on one leg and put his hands together and focus very intently unleashing a hidden power targeting patricia please roll a d20 technically i'm supposed to roll this but it's way more fun if you roll it okay God damn, that was also in that one. That's fine, because you're looking at a table. Okay. Um, On a one, this attack deals normal type damage. Um, Rolling to hit. Uh, Does 16 hit, Patricia? No. Okay. It does not succeed. A normal type hit and power shoots out and does not connect. Riolu is going to immediately use its turn to copycat. It is also going to be using hidden power. Please roll a d20 four okay i need to do a couple things here one i need to use the table to determine what type it is and two i need to see how much damage it does with its own self so on this table um a four electric um on a four that is electric type damage into patricia which should be neutral because patricia is a dragon type i'm rolling mm-hmm. to hit 18 does an 18 hit yes okay uh rolling damage Nine. <laughs> Nine points of electric type damage, as Riolu is not yeah. particularly powerful. Not too bad. And that'll be it for Gigi. Schmidt, what you got? Um, I think we're going to try to sh- shed the backpack again. Okay, give it a shot. Come on, dice. Natural two. God fucking damn it. You could just c- commit a whole action to doing it, but you can also keep trying this DC 13 acrobatics check if you wish. Yeah, I think I'll just commit a whole turn. You do that. Just to take me off, yeah. It seems like Gigi's mons have been pretty unsuccessful, so I don't think you're missing out too much by committing a turn to it. And then Patricia is going to dragon dance. This Ooh. is just going to be a setup turn. Yeah. Uh, just for fun, can you describe what that does again? Uh, as an action, channel draconic energy and double your damage bonus on all attacks for one minute. Very cool. Okay. We'll return to Gigi then. Uh, Gigi is going to employ the same exact strategy, doubling a hidden power into Patricia because it seems particularly threatening. Um, would, uh, would you like to roll? Well, let me see if it hits first, actually. 
That should hit. That's a 26 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking hits. <laughs> please, please roll me a d20 for meta champs in power. Uh, natural 18. Natural 18 gives us fairy. That is super effective. Um, rolling super effective fairy type damage from this hidden power coming off of meta champ. Oof. Sizable hits. 29 points of fairy type damage as meta champs orbs that circle its body as it focuses turn pink and collide into patricia pa, 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 pa. riolu yeah fuck it riolu's gonna copycat yet again the hidden power um rolling to hit patricia and that's a 23 to hit what are these modifiers <laughs> uh they're good rolls they're not well medicham had a good modifier riolu's isn't yeah, that so. good um but really rolled well please roll a d20 for the type uh 12 12 Gives us a bug that is resisted. Uh, let's see. I will just... It's an odd number of damage dice, so I will just divide it by two. Four points of damage. Four points of buggy damage as Riolu is doing exactly as Metacham does. Uh, Riolu has removed itself from cover. Uh, it wants to be next to Metacham for the copycat. Uh, that will be all for Gigi. Okay. Well, so now we're here. We're set up. You said Riolu was out from undercover? That's correct. I'm going to brave bird that Riolu right now. <laughs> okay, Riolu looks terrified. Uh, please roll to hit. Dirty 21. That does, in fact, hit. Uh, let's see if you can nab the KO and not take recoil thanks to Patricia's Bird of Prey passive. Hell yeah, we're double the dice, right? Double the dice. So I'm doubling the dice and the damage modifier Correct. For Dragon Dance. Holy yes, fuck. it's a lot of damage. 75 points of flying-type <laughs> damage. Holy shit! Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you needed 41 to KO Riolu. Uh, Riolu is, in fact, knocked out as pa- powered-up Dragon Dance Patricia just obliterates the poor dog, uh, gets flown into the back of the gym, uh, and you hear a whimper in the distance. Uh, Gigi, oh, will... <laughs> Gigi will uh, will do a recall. It's fine. Uh, now only Metacham remains. Um, very... Metacham is no longer looking calm and focused. It looks very concerned about the damage that just came out of Patricia. Uh, please roll... To have something... Have Richie do something. Yeah, it's a acrobatics time. Yeah, fully powered. acrobatics time. Yeah. Yeah, let's see it. Dirty 23? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll hit. <laughs> Richie's still broken. Richie's underleveled, but Richie's still fucking broken. Yeah. Great typing, honestly. Uh, 33. 33 points of flying type damage as Richie proves that he can be even better when he's not uh, encumbered. This does not knock out Metacham. However, it is in fact a 2v1. Metacham is going to have to start going for some desperate measures. I should ask, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Okay. Metacham is going to switch up the strategy a little bit. His friend is no longer here. Metacham needs some consistency. Metacham will identify the main target it's had this whole battle, which is Patricia, lower its head, and charge forward with a Zen headbutt. But first, we're rolling for paralysis, and it breaks free. Uh, it is not paralyzed this turn. Uh, rolling to hit a Zen headbutt. That is a 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. Rolling psychic type damage. Neutral. And that gives us a 17, which is pretty good. 17 points of... Actually, that's a pretty low roll. Just kidding. Uh, 17 points of psychic-type damage, uh, as well as dodging the flinch. Patricia does not get flinched by one point. That did bring Patricia into the yellow. Oh, excellent. Medicham's doing um, their best. However, that is all they can do this turn. We're going to start with Richie's acrobatics this time. Okay. Let it rip. 
Uh, yeah, it's a 24 to hit. That will hit. Metacham had its AC boosted by Riolu, but it doesn't matter. You're just hitting. Oh, it's like the modifiers on everything are like plus eight. Yeah. Like, I just have to roll at least a 12, and then I'm... That's basically a 20. Yeah. Even 30. 30? Richie yep. put it in some good numbers work here. Um, and a solid hit as Richie once again dives in with the bah, 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 on the paralyzed Metacham. Okay, I was I just realized I was like, oh, is, is there a disadvantage implied with paralysis? It's for saving throws. It's not armor class, which makes sense. I should have explained that. Sorry. Either way, doesn't impact any rules that you've made uh, since Metacham is paralyzed. And Metacham is still standing, although it looks like it's not doing particularly well. Patricia, what you got? Uh, a brave bird. A brave bird. Roll to hit. 56. A little bit lower this time. Did you roll to hit? Oh, shit. We can keep that damage, but need to see if you hit. That is a 18. That meets the boosted armor class. You may deal that damage. How much was it? 56. That's more than 17, which is the remaining HP of Metacham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Metacham gets obliterated by a brave bird with a screech from Patricia as she connects. And this battle against the young... I want to say Padwan. What's the name for someone who's training in martial arts? Um, There's a word for it. It's like the opposite. Fuck, of, yeah. It's not sensei because that's the master. And it's not senpai because that's a weird thing. Or is it senpai? I don't want it to be senpai. No. Senpai is like a like an elder too. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's a, I, it, I don't know. I might just apprentice? say apprentice. Yeah. Okay. Um, the young apprentice's Pokemon have been exhausted. Unfortunate to have a poor matchup in this instance. Gigi recalls her Pokemon and says... Very nicely done, Challenger. And she reaches into her pocket and she gives Schmidt a good old 24 Pokemon dollars. Um, she also fully restores their HP, not the PP of your party. Uh, pupil. What was that? Pupil. pupil. That's a word. I was thinking of a Japanese word, but oh, I don't I know. I couldn't if... find a Japanese one. Okay. Pupil works. I like that. Thanks for looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> Just pulled up the thesaurus. Yeah. I to After spraying some potions on your team. Uh, Gigi will say well move forward and you can battle my friend Lauren she's very strong you have to be very careful and she says best of luck and gives you a bow I, I bow in return okay you're welcome to roll it but you also don't have to I imagine like Johto's very like I don't know like um, like there's a Ecritique city right up there next to Goldenrod right mm-hmm. so I imagine there's a lot of I don't know that kind of like, they're culture. traditional yeah, yeah very yeah. traditional respectful yeah absolutely yeah so imagine Schmidt would be really comfortable with doing these sorts of things. I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Schmidt's HP is non-negative 30. I just noticed that. <laughs> That's what it fell to when the incident happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to roll your bow or do you just want to do it? Oh, I forget we're rolling for bow. You're fine. Uh, That's a 12. What modifier are we doing on that? Charisma. Oh, no, that's just a 12. 12 is better than the 7 you got before. Um, it seems like after this battle, uh, GG feels a little humbled by the powerful opponent that was Schmidt. And Schmidt may move forward. Schmidt continues down. This It's a bit of a hallway of a gym. Most gyms are like, like most like workout gyms are like kind of big squares, you know? This one is like weirdly rectangular, but it is the nature of the Pokemon gym, after all. Uh, Schmidt notices that as he walks forward, the lights in the arena that he's exiting go dim for some reason. And he moves forward and uh, this new situation that he finds himself in is now lit. Uh, he notices as he walks that he starts stepping onto sand. This is a sandy little pit. And underneath his feet is a line of red sand that stretches for 30 feet 
um, east and west that is colored red. And he sees a line of red sand on the opposite side, 25 feet away, that is also colored red. And most notably, there is a 15-foot pit, a circle in the middle, uh, that uh, seems to be filled with some unusual objects. Uh, a five foot ten woman in workout gear approaches, and she says, "Hello, my name is Lauren, and I will be your second challenger. Welcome." And she doesn't bow; she just kind of gives you a wave. Yeah, I'll throw like a like a thumbs up. Okay, yeah, uh, it's well received. She gets it. Um, which hand do you use? Uh, the the not the not the awkward one. Your right hand. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, it looks natural, and she's like, "Cool." She says, "Allow me to explain what we're doing here." In this pit in front of you, there is a large number of Geodude. In fact, there is 100 of them. Your goal for this challenge is to gather as many Geodude from this pit to your side of the arena within five rounds. And whoever has the most wins. There are additional rules. Um, If you knock out one of my Pokemon, each of us will be using three, you gain an additional three Geodudes. Um, if a full side is knocked out, that person automatically wins. Or sorry, th- those whose full side is knocked out loses, and the opponent automatically wins. And the match will end early if the if 100 Geodudes are removed from the pit. Whoever has more will win. Do you understand? Do you want me to review any rules? Okay. I can run it back. I know it's a lot. It, uh, I think I get it. I'm just curious to see how it goes. Okay. There are multiple ways to win. You have to identify your choice. Uh, also, let it be known that while the Geodudes are generally pretty complacent and are just chilling, uh, there are ways to motivate them to behave in ways if you wish them to, if that makes sense. Okay. They are not inanimate rocks. They are rocks with feelings. And despite that, they know that they have a job. Um, they can possibly be convinced. Any questions? No. Okay, you may roll. I do just want to note that Richie is entering this battle without the magnet, though. Okay, intentionally. Um, yes. You have it in your inventory, yeah. Don't want you to forget about it. Yep. Okay, cool. You may roll initiative. <laughs> one point less than the previous one. Uh, Lauren gets a natural 19. I got a natural 19. Um, what do we roll you... again? No, what is your dex mod? Oh, probably higher. It oh, probably know, is. But let's check. Might be a little. Uh, my mod is plus three. Okay, hers is plus two. So uh, Schmidt will be going first. Um, what is your plan of action? This is the start of round one. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. I should flavor what Pokemon she has, huh? <laughs> that was about to say, yeah. <laughs> she sends out three Pokemon. Uh, the first one is very easy to identify. It seems to be a grown-up version of the little blue dog that you fought earlier. Uh, it seems to have a lot more focus, a lot less jittery energy, and you notice that there are bones judging out of its hands and out of its chest. It seems uh, very, very calm and, and, and astute. Additionally, there's a Pokemon that vaguely reminds you of Key Lime, but not the mechanical-looking one, and it ha- it's noticeably more masculine. It has green arms, and at the end of each on its elbows are sharp blades. Uh, it seems like a very noble, justified kind of Pokemon. Uh, last but not least, there is simply a powerful blue stag beetle that Schmidt would recognize from being from Johto as a Heracross. These are your three opponents. What was the middle one again? Uh, Gallade. Gallade, Lucario, and Heracross. Gallade. Okay, noble. Yep. Gotcha. I could have described it again, but I think you would have figured it out. So. Okay, okay, okay. Plan of action. There's no quad. Um... Oh, you were thinking of obliterating the Heracross? Yeah. Yeah. Not very balanced in this kind of game. I still think I'm going to obliterate the Heracross. Yeah, that's probably a good angle. 
Uh, I'm gonna start with the acrobatics. Okay, roll to hit. Heracross seems pretty durable. Like it has a thick carapace. Uh, fifteen on the die plus eight. Nice. That will in fact break Heracross's armor class. You may roll for super effective flying type damage into this bug fighting type. Twenty-four. Twenty-four points of flying type damage as Richie yep. dives into the bug. Um, Heracross tries to bat it away with its impressive horn. Does not seem to manage to do so. What's next for Schmidt? Uh, Quacko is going to air cutter the Heracross. Quacko hitting the field for the first time in the gym battle. Is that a roll to hit? Yeah. I believe it is, right? Yeah. Okay. Please roll to hit. Ooh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen. That's natural or dirty? Dirty. Sixteen does not break Heracross's armor class. Um, Heracross sees the incoming air cutter and turns around and opens its shell and flaps its wings to adjust the air current so that it does not connect with Heracross. Okay. Well, I guess we go back to it. I'm also going to Brave Bird. With Patricia? Okay. You may roll to hit. A bit better of a roll. It's a dirty 22. Okay. I just said okay, but yeah, that will connect. It'll be 44. Nice. Big solid hit from a big powerful dragon. Uh, Patricia dives in with a with a brave bird while Heracross's back was recently turned to deflect Quacko's attack and deals a solid blow as Heracross falls on its back and quickly stands up as a, as a, as a result. Um, you do take 22 points of recoil damage, I believe. I take a quarter, so 11. Oh, a quarter. Okay, that's 11. That's not bad. Okay, is that it for Schmidt? That is it. Okay. It seems like these Pokemon have specialties. They have favorites for this challenge. Um, And Heracross generally likes to just jump in the pit and fling Geodude around. However, he recently faced a barrage of attacks. And um, even though we're not particularly doing exact movement in this game style, uh, Heracross might feel a little trapped or surrounded by all of these opponents. So he will instead attempt something different. Heracross will identify Patricia as being the one who dealt the most damage, and Heracross will swing its horn in a sinister manner using Night Slash to try and damage. Patricia, rolling to hit. Natural 16, that should hit. It's 24. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 18 points of Dark-type damage as a Night Slash connects with Patricia. Lucario is a Pokemon that also has a pretty predetermined mentality. Um, Lucario will rush forward, jump over the Geodudes, or jump off of the Geodudes that are in the pit, and go out to strike Quacko with a Metal Claw, rolling to hit. Um, That is very bad. That is 12 to hit. Uh, That does not hit. Uh, Lucario dives towards Quacko with um, sharp claws from its paws, does not seem to deal any damage as Quacko jumps away. Uh, There's one Pokemon remaining, and that is Gallade. Gallade's game plan is a bit of a wild card, Um, and observing that Heracross can't do its usual job of collecting Geodudes, Gallade will do so instead. Uh, Gallade will leap into the Geodude pit, and it will make an athletics check as it attempts to pick up and throw Geodudes in quick succession out of the pit and to the goal zone. I forgot to flavor. I apologize. As this battle began, um, large nets descended from the the ceiling to cover the arena just feel like i should clarify that i'm sorry if that would have impacted your game plan um rolling athletics uh gets a 14 that offers gallade a d6 to roll uh in addition to its strength mod to see how many geodudes it can fling it gets uh wow uh it gets nine geodudes with its strength modifier that is quite a bit 
um, as it flings one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in quick succession out of the pit as they fall into the goal zone of Lauren's side. It is now Schmidt's turn yet again at the top of round two. The score is nine to zero. I am sticking with the same game plan. I like it. Let's see it. Except we're going to take a turn to set up. Okay. I'm going to have Quacko Sword Stance. Okay. We haven't seen that move in a while. It's a yeah, great move. Patricia Dragon Dance. Just for to remind me and listeners, please, what's the text of Sword Stance? Uh, as an action, Quacko performs an intimidating dance with this leak, increasing his AC by plus one and doubling all subsequent bonus damage dealt by X2 for one minute. That's bonus pretty damage. sick. Okay, that's the, yeah. Thank uh, you. If this move is performed, occupied by Dancer or any other Pokemon that's not Quacko, they do not receive the AC bonus. Understood. Very cool, Quacko. Okay, and you said Patricia's dragon dancing. Uh, Richie doesn't yep. have a dance. What is Richie going to do? Uh, Richie's just going to uh, acrobatics the hair across. Just keep the damage on that one. Okay. Please roll to hit against this relatively tanky hair across. Not necessarily healthy, but armored. Uh, 18. 18 meets it and beats it. 33. 33 points of flying type damage as Richie barrages into Heracross, knocking it out with three points to spare. Heracross is recalled into its Pokeball, and Schmidt gains three Geodude points. I believe that's it for Schmidt's turn. Hell yeah. Here we are at the end of round two. Heracross down. Very unfortunate. Um, Glade will continue to occupy... Heracross's job will roll an athletics check to see how many dudes it can in fact scoop. Gets a 12. That will also be a d6, but with less of a bonus. This time Heracross gets exactly six geodudes. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, increasing Lawrence total to 15. 15 geodudes now in the goal zone. Lucario in the fray is a little frustrated that it could not originally connect with Quacko. Um, is going to try one more time to, with a metal claw. Rolling to hit. Does an 18 hit? It does. Okay. Rolling neutral. Steel type damage. Ugh, the natural roll was missing the perk by one. <laughs> I needed... Oh, no, that was the dirty roll anyways. Never mind. Um, a decent roll for this move. 19 points of steel type damage into Quacko on this turn. As there is nothing else that Lauren can do. It's back to Schmidt for the start of round three. Okay, okay, okay. Heracross is down. We're going to switch targets to Galate now. Okay. Everyone is set up. So Richie's going to start it off with the acrobatics into Galade. Okay. Please roll to hit. Uh, Rolling to hit, rolling to hit, rolling to... Ooh. Dirty 20. That does, in fact, hit. You may roll damage. Sick. Oh, God, these are all really high rolls. Uh-oh. Um, 47. Not bad, especially for the first of three attacks. Yeah, Gallade in this pit is looking like it's having a pretty hard time. You may roll your next attack. Yeah, Quacko's going to air Cutter. Okay. I like the T enunciation that I usually give. <laughs> Thank cutter. you for providing that. Uh, ooh, 18. Yeah, that does in fact hit. You may roll super effective oh, yeah. fine type damage. Plus 10. 38. 38 and no crit from the air cutter right no it was 18 right oh wait no it was a dirty 18 not an average uh, okay close so close it was a 10 on the die yeah um Gallade gets barraged with another um attack ripping into its muscles and uh Gallade is not looking particularly healthy 
Is Patricia going to follow suit? Yep, I'm going to finish it off with a brave bird. Okay. Okay, dirty 21. That will, in fact, hit. Oh, I didn't do the um the modifier right for Quacko. Okay, so it's more damage? Add an extra 10, yeah. An extra 10? For the sword stance, yeah. Okay, I will apply that right now. Because I was just thinking I was doing that for Patricia, too. Sure. Which brings Patricia up to an even 70. So 70 points of damage? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know Patricia. I forgot how fucking broken she is. She's very powerful. She's she's great. That brings Glade to negative 14 HP as Glade takes a knee and is fell in one turn by three quick attacks. It seems like uh, Schmidt's score is now six, but he may have a different strategy than actually committing to the Geodude tossing as only Lucario remains. Uh, any bonus actions or anything for Schmidt? Uh, nope. Okay. Lucario is the last Pokemon remaining. Looks like uh, it's going to have a tough time. Um, it decides that this melee approach with no teammates isn't the best, so it will it will disengage. It'll back off. It'll um, run back towards its goal side, and it will fire off a ranged aura sphere into Quacko. This does not need to roll to hit. It will always hit. Rolling for neutral fighting type damage as aura sphere connects with Quacko and deals a solid 17 points of fighting type damage. And that is all that Lauren can do. Now, this Lucario is I feel full like it's HP. just in the story of this gym. What um, is? It's just like one Pokemon out of all of them are just soaking up all the damage. Like it's Quacko this game. It was Patricia last game. Yeah, I think that's just been circumstantial based on how they've been playing. You know, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lucario has taken no damage and also uh, is neutral to flying. Something to keep in mind. It is the start of round four. This game will end at the end of round five. It is neutral to flying. All right, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. It has never worked, but we're going to try it again. I'm going to perish song. Ooh. How many rounds does that take to finish, though? Uh, at the end of Patricia's third turn. I do want you to keep in mind that the, the battle will end in two turns. Battle will end in... Okay, so maybe not. I like the idea, but... Battle only ends in two turns, though. Hmm. The score okay, is... what is the score? 15, 15 to 15 6. To six. And Schmidt has no actual Geodudes. Um, he has the, the two Points KOs worth. Knockout. Yeah. We do have a 3v1. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can shift gears and just win like a war of attrition. Okay. So Patricia, I just wonder, could I dragon breath the Geodudes like back into our side of the pit? From inside the pit? Or are you talking about Lauren's Geodudes? From inside the pit, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can flavor that. Not a problem. Okay. So we would, I guess, hmm. Can we treat that as an ability? What is Patricia proficient in? Does it have Arcana for some reason? As a dragon, Does it might. have proficiencies? Is that? Oh, that'd be at the bottom. No? Let me see my notes. Do Pokemon have proficiencies? They sure do. They're supposed to. Yeah. According to my notes, Patricia should have uh, an additional two points to Arcana. Uh, oh, be- Arcana and Persuasion. Yep. Okay. Skills. That's what it... Okay. So, unless you could flavor it differently, I would use that as a skill check involving Arcana. But if you want to discuss how your ability scores apply to do that with Dragon Breath, then you are more than welcome to. Uh, I'm down to do that. I'm just kind of... I don't know. I'm trying to push as many as possible. Yeah. And with just this, the big cone of... 
arcana so how the skill challenge works is that you have to get a dc 10 on whatever you attempt um and then based on what the attempt is and how well you roll it will determine you rolling an additional dice which will be how many geodudes you actually net so yes you may absolutely do this but you will require a dc 10 um i suppose arcana check so that's a d20 and you add two okay that's a dirty 19 then Okay, yeah, that's a that's a big success. That went very well. Um, that offers you um, a D12 plus, we'll say, your dex mod. So four, I think, right? Yeah. So a D12 plus four is how many geodudes you can blast into your goal zone. Uh, that'd be an even 10. Even 10. Not bad at all. And just like that, Schmidt is beating Lauren by one point. Hell yeah. I'm just trying to think, because my other Pokemon aren't really like fucking rocks kind of pokemon you know yeah um i think that could be a world maybe not for richie richie's kind of a small little guy yeah could quacko like golf oh <laughs> uh, yeah Just absolutely no you, yeah if you can flavor that please go for it yeah he he pulls out like a like a like a golf hat and he he puts it on <laughs> and then he's like measuring the wind to like make sure like the angle's correct does he actually do that sure why not yeah i like that so Quacko dons um, his golfing hat. Yeah. And then, uh, so we're doing the same thing, just no modifier. Just the, gotta make the D10. Um, no, I mean, you could flavor this. It's probably a strength check. Does Quacko, Quacko doesn't have athletics, does he? Uh, skills. I have perce- yeah, nope. perception, intimidation. Um, yeah. Unless you can describe to me how it's dexterous, which it could be. Uh, you would use one of those modifiers. I rolled a 13. Whatever okay. modifier or whatever. Yeah, that will give you a D6, and you can add the modifier that you used to um, make the check. We'll just say it was strength. So that'd be a 5. Okay. 2, 3, 4, 5. Um, Quacko dexterously um, lines up his shot with adjusting... We can say that maybe he adjusted his head feathers to look like a hat or something, maybe. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Takes takes a good solid moment, like more than six seconds, which is usually what you get in a round of combat, and uh, swings his leak, and five whole geodudes go hurtling into Schmidt's goal zone, bringing his score to 21. Cool. What does uh, Richie want to hmm. do? Yeah, what can Richie do? Um, this could be a good opportunity to think about... I mean, I don't want to backseat you, but I just want to make sure you know your options. Uh, that there are combat things that you can do that aren't hmm. necessarily like using moves or dealing damage. Yeah, I think I'm just fine hucking more rocks. Okay. Um, I think my justification for Richie not being quite as good is that he's a smaller size. Uh, we don't utilize size a whole lot in this. Mm-hmm. I think Bregolad, the Sudowoodo, has low kick where we actually do define size. But I would classify Richie as a tiny creature, so he's going to be less effective as you do chucking. But that isn't to say he shouldn't try, because he could still get a few. Um, so how do you flavor Richie doing Geodude chucking? Or some other form of movement, I don't know. I think it's almost like acrobatic where like he kind of latches onto one and then rolls with it and then like flings it up as he rolls it. Okay. He uses momentum from flying through the air to to hurl one. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you Dex, because you're describing acrobatically. Is he proficient in acrobatics? Uh he is. Okay. Holy shit, that's it- an eight? This will, yeah, that should be plus eight because it's proficiency <laughs> plus the dex mod. You are going to have disadvantage because it's tough. It's hard to do. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. The lower one was seven on the die. Okay. Plus dex and proficiency? No, just that number. If it says eight, then that is that should that, be plus four and plus okay. four, right? Yeah, then seven plus eight. Yeah, that is more than ten. Please roll just a D4. Just a D4. Good old one. Nice. That's exactly what I'd expect for Richie anyways. Um, Richie yep. commits to this technique and successfully scoops up one of the smaller geodudes and flings it into the goal successfully, bringing Schmidt's score to 22. Cool. Is that it for Schmidt? That is it. The change of direction was pretty smart. I like it. Lucario, in its second to last round of this game, um, sees the change in, in, in game plan and wants to do its best to win. So rather than going into the pit, uh, Lucario will do something it doesn't do very often and use its psychic abilities to try and lift an amount of Geodude out of the pit. So um, Lucario is proficient in insight, which is intelligence-based, but that's not what you use to move Geodudes out of a pit. So we'll just be making a intelligence check, which is modifiers plus zero. So at least a 10. It gets a 15. That offers Lucario a d6 plus that modifier which is also still zero so just a d6 um lucario rolls a one <laughs> lucario uses its brain powers to scoop up a one geodude locate it with its mind over to lauren's goal and brings lauren's score to 16 uh that is the end of round four it's the final round what do you do schmidt we're just gonna run it back okay we're gonna do the dragon breath first okay give me the arcana check so d20 plus two <laughs> that was a natural 19 natural 19 um, that gives you a D12, and we will give you an additional four on top of that. Uh, okay. Nine on the die, so 13. 13 more Geodudes. Excellent. Bringing Schmidt to 34 Geodudes over on his side of the of, of the battlefield as uh, Patricia unleashes a dragon breath at them, and they flee into the air with uh, crackles of draconic lightning. Uh, who is next? Uh, Golf Quacko. <laughs> Golf Quacko still lining up his shot. Let him swing. He's a DC 10 on whatever he's doing. 15 on the die. 15. Let's give him a D8, and you can add four to that. <laughs> I rolled the one, so five. Five. You know, we'll take it. One, two, three, four, five. As Schmidt's side, Schmidt's total is now 10, 20, 35, 39. 39 Geodudes. Going pretty well for Schmidt. What will Richie do? Uh, Richie's going to do his best. Okay. All right, I've got a pretty sizable lead, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty set. Do we? Do we? Do we? I yeah, won't I'll be say it's fully de- decided. There's there is a single world where Lauren can make a comeback. Okay, yeah, play it safe. Richie's just gonna try to roll his one again. Okay, disadvantaged. Um, if he's going for the same strategy. Yeah. Oh, he does not make it. What do you get? He does a three on the die. Oh, well, it was plus eight to acrobatics, right? So that makes it 11. Yeah. Um, please roll a D4 minus two. I got two on the D4. Okay, we will round that to one because zero doesn't make sense for a success. Um, one additional Geodude crosses the line, bringing okay. Schmidt's score to an even 40 versus Lauren's 16. Lucario jumps, in, jumps into the pit, not using Psychic, and does its last-ditch effort by summoning a bone of made of aura between its hands and attempting to rapid fire throw them into the geodudes to uh, fling them out of the pit with a bone rush and lucario does not get a crit we will still just see how many geodudes gets he does succeed he gets a dirty 18 um, and we will just roll whatever 
he does get for this attempt. He rolled a one on the die, so that gives him five additional Geodudes. And with that, the battle is ending at the end of the fifth round with Lauren with 21 points and Schmidt with an even, what did I say, 60? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 33, 40. An even 40. Sorry, not that many. Um, A bell goes off in the distance, like a boxing bell. Ding, 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 ding. And Lucario, uh, exasperated, uh, takes a knee, and Lauren returns Lucario to the Pokeball. Uh, Lauren says, inventive switch in strategy. I saw all your flying types, and I was convinced you would just go for all the KOs, but nicely done. Uh, She reaches into her pocket and gives you... Uh, not as much money as Gigi. She gives you 14 Poké Dollars. She is, unfortunately, running a little low. Uh, her outfit doesn't have the best pockets. It's workout clothes, so she couldn't fit a ton of money in there. Uh, and she fully restores your Pokémon, not their power points. Congratulations. Is there anything you want to say before you move on to the next challenge? Nope. Okay. Uh, Lauren says, Finally, you'll have to defeat Brawly, but I have a suspicion that you will have no trouble. However... He is a tough opponent, so I will still wish you luck. Uh, You march forward as the nets from the arena rise up, uh, and the lights behind you begin to dim, and in front of you, four stage lights turn on. Pa, 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 pa. And they illuminate a boxing ring, an elevated square battle area. Um, There's a man there with blue hair wearing orange trunks, and he acknowledges you. He says, hey, a new challenger. Welcome. My name is Brawley. I'm the Duford Town Gym Leader. How do you do? I'm doing all right. He says, excellent. I love facing strong trainers. Brawley says, looks like this is your fifth gym challenge, so you're no stranger to these. Uh, For my challengers who have four badges, I like to offer them their decision of how this battle will go. I have three Pokemon in my possession, and you're welcome to choose a single battle, double battle, or triple battle. And for the single and double battle, you get to choose how many Pokemon you want to use. So please, do you want to just be a high-stakes 1v1? That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, man. (laughs) It's an option. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking do it. That's so hype. <laughs> okay, let's see it. Single um, battle, one v one. One v one challenge cup, baby. <laughs> Brawly lets out a chuckle. He says, "Ha! It's been a long time since any challenger has chosen that option, but very well." I am curious because this will influence my decision as the DM. Which Pokemon are you using? I'm using Patricia. Okay. In that case, the flavor. I think. Uh, It'd be sick to do Quacko, but Quacko's so squishy. May I p- potentially um, have Brawly attempt to persuade you in a certain direction? Uh, sure. Brawly notices your starter Pokemon, your ace, Quacko. And he says, oh, no way. I'm a big Farfetch'd fan. Let me show you one of my top members. And he throws out a Pokeball, and you see a Pokemon that is very similar to Farfetch'd, but white in color <gasps> with a massive leak. <laughs> And a shield made of plant matter, as Brawly has a surfetched on his team. Holy fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, the ultimate duck finals of all duck finals. You may roll initiative for the best bird, 1v1. Uh, I crit. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Okay, Brawly got a four. <laughs> so, uh, please... How do you begin this battle? Uh, we're going to start it off with the sword stance. Okay. Get set up going, yeah. Pretty cool. I respect it. Quacko does a dance with the leak that it seems that Surfetch's leak is far too large to do such a thing. And Surfetch observes in admiration as Quacko performs the sword stance. Um, Surfetch 
does not waste any time, does not fuck around, sees the threat, acknowledges how powerful Quacko looks to be, and charges forward with a meteor assault. Uh, let's roll to hit. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Yeah, that's... Okay. Rolling for neutral fighting-type damage. Um, kind of not the best roll. 24 points of fighting-type damage as uh, Surfish exhales and seems exhausted. Uh, after using this attack as he plows into Quacko and tries to fling him into the nets of the boxing ring. Uh, it is now Quacko's turn. What will Quacko do? Uh, you can effectively go twice if you wish. I can go twice? Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but just based on how this is a single battle, um, uh, Surfetch has to recharge after the Meteor mm-hmm. Assault. So you could technically just attack twice. Okay. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I want to duck finals right off the bat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a bad uh, idea. I'm going really. to air cutter. Okay, please roll to hit air cutter. That is a 16. Uh, 16 will in fact hit. Please roll super effective flying type damage into surfetched. 49 points of flying type Holy damage. Holy shit! That's not a crit. Um, That's not a crit though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Surfetched feels the pain. It seems like as a species it may be more hardy than the Cantonian Farfetched. And it's an evolved form. However, this is still a pretty devastating blow to this duck. Um, it has to recharge after taking this air cutter, and Quacko can move again. I'm going to do one more air cutter. Okay. Just to be safe. Sure. It's a great move. Please roll to hit. <laughs> a crit! <laughs> oh, let's fucking go. Uh, yeah, roll that damage. Hell yeah. So that's automatic max roll. Plus, so how would that work with sword stance? Is that just the natural max roll, and then we just do the sword the stance? Match the match roll of the dice, we'll say. We won't match include. Roll the dice. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That is one air cutter for 85 points of flying type damage. Dude, big hit. Love that. That's so sick. Quacko leaps up on the, on the ropes of the boxing ring and fires off an incredible critical hit air cutter by flinging his leak in the air, dealing waves of, of air damage to Surfetch, who is still recoiling from the effects of its last attack. Surfetch is feeling motivated. Surfetch has got very, very little energy left in him, but he knows that he's just, he's got to end this battle the only way he knows how, with a good old meteor assault. If it's not now, it's never. Rolling to hit. Uh, that's a dirty 19 to hit. Yeah. Okay. He's going to try for a better roll this time. The last one was a little disappointing. Come on, Surfetch. This is the big move. Dealing 33 points of neutral Oof. fighting type damage into Quacko. How is Quacko's HP? Did he win? Three. No, he did not win. What's Quacko's HP? Quacko was in... I'm trying to determine. He's 28. Okay. Well, he's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. However, Surface is going to offer two turns to Quacko in retaliation. Yeah. I'm going to take one of those turns to just do a normal air cutter. Okay. Dirty 20. Okay. That does, in fact, hit. Plus the 20. 47 points of flying type damage. Understood. What What were you planning for your last action? I was going to do the duck finals. Okay. Let's see it. Um, contested dexterity check, correct? Yes. Okay. Dex check time, baby. Okay. Oh, dirty 21. Surfetch got a natural 20. Holy fuck. <laughs> Surfetch, recoiling from the meteor assault, actually beats Quacko at his own game. 
Oh, oh no! <laughs> what are the effects here? Okay, uh, on a failure, Quacko loses his action and the target may attack Quacko with advantage. Okay. <laughs> oh man, here we go. Okay, Surfetch using the, the length of his lance, feeling inspired versus, versus this duck, to bat away Quacko's leak. And Quacko's leak remains on the other side of the boxing ring. Uh, Quacko can't quite get to it. Uh, there's one PP for Meteor Assault left. And Surfetch is going to swing it with advantage. First roll's pretty bad. Surfetch got two consecutive natural twos. <laughs> Neither of those will connect. Um, does Quacko... Is Quacko still down a turn, right? Quacko doesn't... They just get the... They just get the advantage attack? Yeah. Oh, no! On a failure, Quacko loses his action. Yeah, so that yeah, was... yeah, That was your action. Yeah. 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 Damn, mm -hmm. Surfetch couldn't close it, and now he's out of meteor assaults. No, the, the, the plot... Quacko, don't do it. Don't get the KO. What do you mean, Quacko, don't do it? Of course Quacko's gonna fucking do it. Okay, Quacko okay. retrieves his leak after the failed meteor assault. Uh, we'll just say, I mean, Surfish, I think, just got too hyped up from the crit duck finals. and It was, in fact, a duck. And we'll just say tripped. He just wasn't ready for it. Um, Surfetch HP bar is in the red. So, you know. A 17 does hit. Surfetch's yes. armor class is 15. <laughs> Please roll for damage. This is air cutter, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 47. Do you have any flavor for how uh, Quacko KOs his fellow duck? In my head, I want it to be like like Quacko goes through him, right? Like the... the, the, the He's doing more swordplay samurai thing. I like the retaliation. Oh, no. I just had an idea. Yeah, yeah. I just had a fucking idea. Okay, so in one piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a swordsman in one piece. His name is Zoro. Mm -hmm. And he has this move that's like, that's exactly air cutter. He like slashes the sword and then it does like slashing through the air. Is he the one that um, has three swords? Yes. Okay. And so he can do it with this many swords. Uh, Phoenix, I think was the move. Like a hundred pound Phoenix cannon or something. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 1,800 pound Phoenix cannon. <laughs> yep. That's the name of the move. Yep. 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 Uh, what does it look like? Uh, he he does this kind of stance, and then the wind like wraps around his sword, and then he slashes with that. Okay, yeah. So, um, does he stand in the boxing ring, or does he jump on a rope, or what? What's the what's the angle here? I, I think just like straight, like right in front of him, like eyeing him down from where he's at. Okay, swings his sword, his leak <coughs> over his shoulders, spins it to create kind of a, a wind tunnel of energy, like a small vortex, and then flings the leak forward to encapsulate Surfetch, and Surfetch. Spins around on its webbed feet, drops its lance-like leak, drops its leak-like shield, and falls to the boxing ring. And the bell goes off. Ding, 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 ding. And Brawly falls to his knees. He says, no, you were so close, sir, fetched. <laughs> and he recalls his duck Pokemon. Do you have something to say? Uh, that was a great battle. <laughs> uh, Brawly was very impressed. He said... As I said, I'm a big fan of Farfetch'd, and when they found the fighting type one in Galar, I couldn't say no, but yours, yours is something special. And uh, he kind of kneels down to get a good look at Quacko, and he's very appreciative. Uh, Brawly will give you 300 Pokemon dollars. You may add that Ooh. to your inventory. It's this chunky payout, and he gives you the Knuckle Badge. It's a heavy circular badge 
That's the same color as Brawly's blue hair. It's shaped like a boxing glove, and the, and the thumb area is a little orange like the color of his trunks. And he says, Incredible battle, Schmidt. He says, Yes, I, I hope a powerful trainer like you should find success in their journeys to come. And he gives you, like, a little salute. Hell yeah. I, I do my best to try to mimic. What, what hand is he doing it with? Um, he's doing it with his right hand. I, uh, I kind of want to do this. I think Schmidt's going to try to mimic it, but, like, mirror it to where it's, like, on the same side. So yeah. Schmidt's going to try to salute with his left hand. Okay, sure. Give me, yeah. Give me a dex check. This is hard to, like, actually fail, but I want to see how comfortable Schmidt is with it. Yeah, I get disadvantage on that, right? Correct. Doing something with my... Yeah. Until you get a natural 20. 13. Yeah. Oh, with disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. Well, the high roll was 17. Okay. Brawley acknowledges your salute and perhaps notices a little that something seems a little off with Schmidt's movements, but he doesn't think about it too much. He just sees the strength behind the trainer and sees the strength behind the duck. He says, uh, my last few challengers had a had a funny predicament where they couldn't leave through the victor's entrance, but I can take you behind this boxing ring you can exit out the back if you so wish. Yeah. He uh, he guides you through uh, the path. And uh, you see, like, really fancy workout equipment. Like, maybe it's his personal private stuff. And there's a back door. And it takes you um, right out to the beach. There's a really awesome kind of, like, secluded beach. And uh, it seems like there's, like, trees to your left. And then, like, a little bit further down the beach, you see the mouth of a cave. And uh, it's like a really pleasant, natural area. And he says, I like to come out here with uh, Gigi's Medicham, and we like to meditate together. I hope you like it. And again, it's nighttime, so uh, it's a it's, uh, starry sky in, over the sea, and it's a very quaint moment. Schmidt's just going to take a deep breath. As, take it all in. Yeah, he's, he's earned it, for sure. Hello, and thank you for listening to Schmidt's Duford Town Gym Challenge on Dunsparce and Drampa. Extra special thanks to all of our new patrons. We have so many right now, including Adrian, Carl, Joachim, Evie, Wannabe Sanji, and Austin. We now have a Spotify feed of Patreon content. If you search on Spotify, Dunsparce and Drampa patron audio, you'll be able to find a whole listing of all of the content, and depending on your tier of subscription, you'll get access to different types of audio files. It looks very simple and fun, and I hope it makes everyone's life being a patron easier. Again, we couldn't be doing this without your support. Speaking of Patreon content, we'll be releasing the NRG one-shot starting next week in between the regular sessions. The NRG one-shot will release on either end of episode 69, so there will be three weeks of new releases if you haven't heard the NRG one shot before. Thank you so much for your support, and we will see you next Tuesday.